Gloucester. Welcome back to Gloucester Fishtown Local. I'm your host, Gordon Baird, and I got one of my favorite people here today, Ken Rioff. He's a raconteur, a lawyer, a playwright, a fisherman, a daddy, and a general intelligent man about town. Hi, Kenny. Who are you talking about now? <laughs> <laughs> your, uh, your evil twin, oh, your science fiction twin. So how are you? I'm good enough. How are you, right. how are you doing? I am doing well. Now, I want to start the show out like I start everyone so that people know how to pigeonhole you, oh, anyway. stereotype you, identify you. Where are you actually from? Uh, you mean physically? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Besides your mother. <laughs> well, I was going to say that. Is it a Gloucester womb? That was uh, your... I've, I, I've lived in Gloucester all my life. Oh, hurrah. Except, uh, except for 20 years. And where was that? Uh, you know, around. various places like, yeah. around, yeah. Our youth, our errant, <laughs> wasted youth. Well, that's great. So you went to Gloucester High? and No, no, see... Uh, that was the 20 years. <laughs> that was the 20 years, yeah. yeah that was the first 20 years. Uh, my dad's from East Boston oh. uh, and uh, Dorchester, you know. They mm -hmm. moved to the suburbs out to Dorchester. Mm. My mom's from Brooklyn, New York, so I sort of grew up between those, those two places. But I, I spent a lot of time in New York... Uh, Growing up. Correct. With them. New York City. Yeah. Uh, with one of them, you know. <laughs> I was your neighbor because I grew up in Manhattan. Yes, right. Yeah. Well, you know what it's like then. Yeah. Oh, my God. Where'd you live? Uh, Brooklyn, Queens, you around, know. Around. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Like around, you yeah. always move a few times in Got to keep ahead yeah. of the, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they raise the rent. <laughs> I, go, I moved there in 1957. Is that right? So it was like they, my mother was paying nothing. But by the time we left, <laughs> it was like ridiculous. So indeed. Now, yeah. where are you? Were a fisherman in your I was, past? Yeah, back in the seventies. In so. East Boston or uh, in Gloucester? No, in Gloucester. Yeah, a scallopin and Gilnet. So your dad wasn't a fisherman. No, oh. he, he practiced law down in Boston. Oh, yeah, that yeah. explains it. Yeah, yeah. Because so you were rebelling against the law practice, went to fish, and then eventually surrendered, went back to law. Well, that's interesting. I hadn't thought of it that yeah. way, but. Uh, now that you mention it, no, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, now that we don't have that straight. So how did you get into fishing? Uh, yeah, I was working on the uh, state fish pier, driving a jitterbug there, Got driving you. a forklift, and uh, uh, I was looking for a site. This is back in the late 70s. Wow. So. Yeah. yeah, so I got a site uh, and, uh, you know, just went from there. So. And how did you get to Gloucester to get to there? Uh, my brother was living up here before, okay. so I used to come visit him, uh, you know, and so I spent some time here before I got uh, rooted here. Yeah. Yeah. And you went from fishing to saying, well, I don't want to do this my whole life. I'm going to go to law school? Uh, so more or less, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there came a point where, you know, the fishing was going down a little bit and... Uh, you know, this was something that I'd wanted to do. And did you do the college bit before you did? I did. Uh, I went. The fishing bit? Yeah, yeah, I was down northeastern. Oh, uh, great! Oh, yeah. that's a great launch pad. Where'd you go to law school? I went down in uh, Washington D.C. Uh, Antioch Law School. Oh, yeah. wow! Good for you. Yeah, it's now the uh, University of the District of Columbia. Okay. Uh, so they've sort of, uh, you know, transformed. UDC. UDC. Yeah, yeah so, I like it. Yeah. It's oh, nice. good for you. And you have an art 
gallery. Well, yeah, I do. I mean, I show people's work there. It's kind of yeah. informal, but oh, yeah. yeah. And you show some spectacular stuff. Yeah, I'm very fortunate. Yeah. Uh -huh. I love the winged creations that that guy made. Who was that? Who oh, yeah, that, that was Mr. Story, Mr. Brad Story. Brad Story. Yeah, down yeah. in Essex there. Yeah, we had those things there. And, you know, we're very fortunate to have good people uh, in, in town. You're you know? like the record companies where the little record company discovers the new artist, and then the big record company goes in to try to either steal them <laughs> or buys the little record company just to get them. Well, so it's, it's fun, like, yeah. I mean, you most discover these people. No, 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 not at all, not at all. No, 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 they're, they're, uh, they're known. Are uh, they? They are. Well, yeah. you introduce them to people like me that yeah, are so idiots. There you go. So, yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah. That is great. Now, yeah. I heard through the grapevine mm. that you have written a play about Gloucester's, one of its old citizens of great repute, the famous... Uh, I, I went blank as soon as I said this. Does it rhyme with Heller? <laughs> yes, Simon Geller. And uh, so tell me about that. What got you interested in him? Uh, well, you know, back in uh, 90, uh, that would be the last century, mm -hmm. uh, Henry Freeney and I uh, did this little uh, documentary about him, sort of a 30-minute uh, shoes, oh, Radio shoes, Fishdown. Radio Fishdown, right. yeah. So, sort of a shoestring right. kind of thing. I remember it. But I'm in it. You are in it. For like 30 seconds. You are. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you, you, you are in it. And so, and you did good. And, and remember, I actually came off, and this is back in the 70s, and I said that Simon Geller was the Donald Trump, Trump of Gloucester. You did say that. It turned out to be true. <laughs> <laughs> well, we made that back in 90. It yeah. Was back in 90. And, uh, you know, it got played on... Uh, uh, public television on there. GBH, didn't yeah, it? GBH, yeah, GBH, yeah. And uh, had some play around different places. So, you know, we just put it in the draw after that. And mm -hmm. at some point, uh, you know, I wrote this uh, one-person play based on, uh, you know, what we had uh, come across, what we had researched uh, in order to make the film, and then incorporating some of the film uh, moments into the play itself to give it some scope, because it's a one-person, one-act one set mm -hmm. uh, uh, production, mm -hmm. and so, yeah, uh, so that's, uh, you know, I just wrote it because uh, it seemed like the thing to do. Well, I will say this, a lot of plays, because I'm kind of in the biz, uh, mm -hmm. they play well, and they're written to play well on stage, but it ain't literature, as they say. Your play, when I read it, mm. through the grapevine, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> Uh, the play is the thing, as Shakespeare said. It sold me. Okay. I said, wow, this thing has a spine. I remembered Simon Geller, even if sure. I couldn't remember his name. Sure. And, uh, but I remembered him. But this just transcended my memories of him as a cranky old, you know. <laughs> right. I remember giving him money once and I took it into him, just like right out of your play. And it was basically snatch the check and slam the door in my face. Right. I don't think you were the only one. Yeah, that's exactly uh, right. But, but I do remember vividly the thing where you'd hear the phone ring in the background when the symphony ended, and then you'd hear the psst, psst, because in those days you had the arm on the uh, oh, record, right, you know, stuck and in so there. you'd hear the thing in the groove, and then you'd hear the phone ring. Don't call again. And then he'd, get, he'd take the needle Absolutely. off. Yeah. So all of that, all of that uh, sort of idiosync, yeah. stuff is in there yeah. and uh, 
you know, tried to keep it uh, interesting, mm-hmm. and I really got to thank the Gloucester stage for, you know, taking the time to eyeball it and, yeah. and to have a reading yes. with a professional. And when is that going to take place? Uh, it's going to take place on... At 7.30? On 7.30? That's what they told me, yes. Oh, 7.30, 7.30, right. Uh, they have an actor, uh, Ken Balton, uh, from Boston, going to come up and do the reading. Oh, great. And it's just a, a one-night yeah. sort of informal thing, but I hope folks can uh, come out. Well, it. I think it's fabulous because it's called Never Dark. It's the series, and it is where they bring new playwrights in mm-hmm. to basically do the first what, what they call workshop, workshop of a play. Yeah. Uh-huh. I've seen a bunch of them. I've seen some just awful ones there, <laughs> and I've seen some really good ones. And yours is going to play really well. It's funny. The reason I said it was literature is when I was reading it, yeah. I totally constructed the, the set in my mind oh, right. because of the way you'd written the play. You could just imagine just, it, too. Yeah. And it was just, I had never seen it because when I didn't get even to peek when I handed him his check, I was literally in the hallway and the door shut. I couldn't even look in. Oh. But the way you described it with the newspapers and the food and the sink and the, and the on-air sign that was basically a light bulb. And <laughs> so, oh. It's no, just it's, wonderful. No, it's a, and it's a good no story it's a real david and goliath story and uh you know i just uh hoping to have Mm -hmm. done it some justice and hopefully people will Mm -hmm. uh enjoy it well like any great play or good play let's say because we don't know yet we don't there is catharsis and in your play i wondered how you were going to get there Mm. and there was especially by the end and Mm -hmm. uh and simon realizing you know that people are maybe better than he thought and mm-hmm. that the mm-hmm. court and the whole because he won in court he did by the way when i say 7 30 at 7 30 of course we mean july 30th this play is running and i'm pretty sure it's free it is it's free for the public too not just for gloucester it costs 10 bucks to get out though to get out i like that and that'll be kenny who's got the key he got right payable and uh well, I think that's very exciting, and uh, and I plan to be there. Well, thanks, Gordon. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, like I say, it's a real Gloucester uh, uh, story, oh. and uh, uh, people in town yeah. who knew him, yeah. and people who may have heard him on the radio. Uh, you know, they should come and check it out. Oh, totally. I remember it was a big guy, little guy thing too. Where I can't say the name on the air, probably Josiah. Was that who it was? Yeah. And uh, uh, Josiah Broadcasting, let's call it, Spalding, uh, tried to basically get the license away for yeah, that that's frequency a- away from him uh, and kind of said he was a dirtbag that had <laughs> no social redeeming factors. But the court didn't agree. And in the end, he kind of said, as they, people told me later on, they study him. Uh-huh. In film school. Oh, is that right? The whole case of oh, Simon right? Geller, yes. And so you might, uh, you know, you have a, might have a good market, the, uh, like, communications law schools, you know, so like, <laughs> give them free copies. Well, that is fantastic. Well, so thanks, you have Gordon. a son. I do. He's, uh, he's uh, running my life, but yeah. he, he's actually doing a better job than I was doing. Is he so. in high school by now? He's uh, just in his first year at the uh, college. Oh, uh, down in Connecticut, yeah, Connecticut, which, Connecticut College. Oh, Connecticut yeah. College, yeah, oh, great, which great, down great. New London by the submarines, yeah, uh, by yeah, right, hard mm-hmm. by the sub base and the uh, Coast Guard Academy yeah. there. So it's nice uh, set up, and he's liking it very much. And uh, you know, uh, every once in a while, I see him. Mm-hmm. Now, do you have any more um, either fishing ambitions or playwriting ambitions? Uh, well, you know, I was. Uh, I, I, every once in a while, yeah, I'd like to go out uh, and uh, spend some time out. A couple of Junes ago, I went out to uh, George's Bank there on a scallop rod of New Bedford. So 
Uh, I spend time wow. on the water when I can, yeah. and uh, I did a lot of uh, uh, earlier on uh, uh, work on uh, aquaculture uh-huh. uh, stuff. Uh, How'd you get the ride on the scalloper? I mean, who do you uh, know? It was, yeah, I, I know folks that, uh, you know, uh, work with the folks there, mm-hmm. and so I was able to uh, get a site as a winch operator. Uh, uh, they were hauling yeah. some... Uh, uh, it was a, uh, uh, a vehicle out of Woods Hole that took uh, pictures of the bottom. Oh, as uh, it went. As it went along, yeah, yeah and it's an industry yeah. uh, uh, For people sponsored. who don't know, scalloping is just so different than fishing in yeah. a way because yeah, yeah. they haul that gigantic sled around. They get it to get off the bottom, I assume, with motions. Uh-huh. <laughs> Have you ever seen a scalloper? It is absolutely gigantic. Yeah. They're like two, 300 feet long, these things, and well, they this- are. Yeah, this thing was a good-sized steel hull. Yeah. Uh, Deep sea, too. Don't they go out oh, they in were the middle out, of the ocean? Yeah, we'd go out to the yeah. Hague line there yeah. out at the uh, George's Bank. Yeah, so that was good. Uh, and, yeah, I like to sort of keep my aura in yeah. it a little bit now and Your again. Your aura, I like my, that. Yeah, um, well, Your yeah. aura in it. I, uh, <laughs> but the scallop industry didn't get quite as hammered by the feds as the fishing industry. Well, it's a, yeah, it's a different fishery. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the scallops, they sort of uh, uh, fall out of the water column when they're very small. And they, uh, hey, Gordon. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's. Oh, did I tell the... you not to uh, turn your cell phone off before you left? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. That's your cell phone. I Do you want to take that, Gordon? No, I've got to turn Are it sure? off. You got to be more important than this. Oh, that's so funny. Um, <laughs> well, I will say. <laughs> I so, was pre- anyway, so I was just going to say that uh, scalloping, you know, the scallops, they sort of settle out and stay in one place. You know, yeah. the fish, they have tails, they move around, yeah, so yeah. they're not going to be there the next day. Yeah. Scallops sort of lie in a bed and they uh you know they're usually and the way you get them out is the the sled dredge the dredge dredge. sorry Uh i call it sled but it Uh is the sled Mm -hmm. and they pick it and it just flies across the bottom and spins that front thing that sort of dislodges the scallops Uh, off the bed and then it sucks it in but then they have a (laughs) mesh where if the scallop's too small it'll go out the top right uh, they do have rings and links that yeah. are, uh, uh, by law to be a certain size so that small critters can go through. But yeah, it's got a, uh, a, a depressor plate and a cutting bar yeah. that, that, uh, send things yeah. into this, uh, net, but, and it's quite, it's uh, quite a thing. Very, uh, well, two falls ago, we went down to their sea, f- seafood festival uh-huh. and it was right at the absolute worst of our fishing industry doldrums. Right. It was with boats the whole you couldn't get a space to rent for a boat the industry the fishery was just booming they hadn't turned their attention to it yet and it's you know they were like advertising help wanted kind of thing Mm -hmm. uh, you know but Gloucester you you need a whole different infrastructure and of course we're not angled towards the scallop fishery as much as they are yeah some people are doing it here on a small basis Mm -hmm. here but yeah that's the place that's Mm -hmm. sort of set up they have all the Mm -hmm. support for uh you know welding and uh winches you know they have the whole yeah oh totally yeah and for the boats itself but you know it's interesting i always knew you were an authentic italian fisherman because you couldn't swim 
That's true. <laughs> That's true. And uh, uh, do you still not swim? Uh, no. When my kid was learning oh. how to swim, I decided I would take a lesson oh, great. or two. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just want to, you know, drown slower, really. Yeah. 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 yeah exactly. Well, so, a lot of it is uh-huh. keeping the air in your lungs to keep you buoyant. Well, you it's know? all it's a, psychological. You know, it is it. totally. Yeah. It's like Wiley Coyote when he runs out <laughs> over the cliff. He doesn't fall till he looks down. That's right. And swimming is just like that. It's you stop. Like that. You sink. <laughs> You're it's, done. Just keep going. But I'm glad I know how to do it now, yeah. uh, even though I don't do it that yeah. well. But uh, Well, that is fantastic. Yeah. Well, so any more playwriting ambitions? Or you uh, first no. want to get through this one? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I mean, I have some, written some other things, and I have a script out that's being looked out in uh, California uh, for another thing I did, like a screenplay. Oh. Uh, and uh, oh yeah, by the way, the uh, the the uh, Geller story—it's called "My Station in Life." Of course, it right. is. I didn't get and, the title. Uh, yes, that's okay. And yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, so I've written some things, you know, trying to get them out into the world uh, once they've. Uh, you know, come to a oh, finished Well, state. after yeah. this is a hit. Oh, yeah. That and one, becomes yeah. like a Channel 2 kind of hit, too. Oh, yeah, then uh, you <laughs> will, uh, I'm sure, get more calls on the, well, on the agency. Gordon, uh, I hope you write. Yeah. <laughs> you hope I write? Oh, well, I'll write something about it, yeah. If, uh, well, that is fantastic. Anything else you'd like to talk about? The future of Gloucester, the past, the present? Anything uh, driving you nuts about Gloucester? Development? Hotels? Uh, no fishermen? Yeah, there's a lot of things, but, you know, I think we'd do a sidebar on those. Uh, oh, so you're coming back is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> or you're heading for a sidebar when you leave here. So at least bring Jim, our engineer, back a six-pack, will you? Well, yeah, so. that's about it. I mean, you know, yeah. I'm... Uh, that's what's going on. That That's is what's going Well, you don't have to be doing more than you're doing. Be a lawyer, a gallery owner, a fisher person, and I guess you can't say fisherman anymore. No. And a playwright who's got a produced play coming I'm a, up. I'm a fisherman in recovery. Yeah. I, fi- I love that. And soon I'm an actor in recovery. So <laughs> it's, uh, But it's interesting because the nice thing about Gloucester Stage and the workshop process yeah. is they take it over. You write the play. They interpret it and cast it. You don't have to do all that. Um, and I mean, except for a few, like getting the offstage voice people, if you can find them. No, the uh, folks that run the show there, uh, Bob uh, Walsh and, and Jeff, uh, Jeff Zinn, Zinn yeah. very, very nice very uh, and accommodating. So I'm very happy to be there. And uh, Well, I would think you'd be fascinated to see their interpretation. Because the guy, of course, hopefully he'll never have listened to Simon's voice. <laughs> right. Because if you get too bogged down on that, you lose the essence of uh-huh. it. Because uh-huh. no. I remember when I was first hearing, I kept trying to do his voice and thinking about it. And I got so distracted. I just disagreed. <laughs> no, you're, you're trying to do him and not be what he would be if it was right. you. Yeah. So that's interesting. Well, I do want to thank our engineer, Jim Capillo. Jim, thanks. One of your biggest fans no, thank now. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> they are excited to have you here because uh, KPN uh, podcasts uh, from the KPN TV have recently passed the 2,000 uh, number in Is terms right? of viewers, listeners. So that's kind of nice. Cool. And uh, we are right in that group. We'll boost it another 1,000 because of all your many, many fans. Thank you, Gordon. So, Ken Riaf, you are the greatest, and I'm looking forward to seeing the play on July 30th, folks. So, come on to Gloucester Stage Monday night. It's free. Never beat free. All right, I'm Gordon Bate, your host. Thanks for tuning in to Fishtown Local. And we'll see you next time. <laughs>